following is Flying Casual, the Rebel Scum podcast live show every Monday night. Join us on Patreon for early access, exclusive show prizes, and more. Now, here are the guys. Waiting for someone to stand by his side. Rebel Girl F105, this is the Rebel Scum Flying Casual live stream. It's Monday night. That's why we're doing this. We only do it on Mondays. Today, though, Andrew Fantasia, he decided to skip work. He should have been here, but uh, whatever. I'm joined with another special guest. We got Adat Chat joining us today. What up? What's up? Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for coming this on. Is, uh, this is awesome. very exciting for me. I actually think you're the reason Andrew's not here. I think you scared him off. No way. Yes. There's no way I'm, I'm any form of intimidating. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever seen him do a trivia contest? He fails miserably at all. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I Honestly, I, I probably would do really badly at those trivias under pressure. Just because, like... The second sort of be like, do this Star Wars trivia thing, I'd probably pass out. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I don't know anything. Um, but, dude, seriously, thank you for having me on. I've been a longtime listener when I had no YouTubes going on, and uh, I was under the name Nick Voss. Yes, so you I, were. Yeah, we talked about that, and you were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was me watching you way back in the day for a long time. And then so. you're like, I'm out of here. I'm going to do my own thing and surpass <laughs> you. Mwahaha. <laughs> It's weird, man. It's so weird how how this worked. I I just started making roast videos, and then all of a sudden, things are are working out well. No, it's awesome. I love to see your <laughs> channel succeeding, man. It's it's it's. I've been wanting to do a video with you for a while. Yeah, same. And, and then you told me who you were, and I was like, what? Because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not like Sherlock Holmes or Batman. I'm very bad at putting two and two of anything together. So it was um it was awesome. Even last week on on your live stream with. Uh, girls with sabers i called you nick and i was like i still <laughs> it still took me a second <laughs> i'm so yeah slow. it's weird to separate it right yeah exactly i was like oh I'm, yeah I'm, I'm trying to get my folks used to my name every now and then so like i'll stay here and there just because like eventually i will show my face like which i'm doing now which is i'm more like stop motion right now because of just the bandwidth but that's cool yeah i live I like in the it. woods i mean so do i kind of the oh, woods well. near the, the woods near the ocean oh no. near, yeah i don't yeah. I don't have any. I have a, a lake and a river and uh, a lot of fishing going on around me. A lot of fishing. River what was that? That's awesome. I, I live next to like fish capital of the world, Gloucester. Oh. Where the perfect storm occurred. Yeah. Like so, a, I like that um, movie. But yeah, man, it's so exciting to be on here. I, I hope people can see right behind me over here, little Ray and uh, Luke in the distance. It's like my, my one tiny shrine, and you have a pretty sweet shrine behind you, I can see. I have a shrine. I don't know if it's that sweet, but it's pretty cool. I just got a new addition today. Can I show you? I got this Jin Urso. These are like so cheap. Oh, on amazing. Am- they're so cheap on Amazon, but they come like all dinged up. So I guess I oh, can't. Oh, dude, mine was so dinged up too. Yeah, I guess I can't sell for my guys. I, I said that. Yeah, my internet just was like, what? What? All right, we're cool. Um, <clears throat> And I got the box. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little bit of a cold I'm still getting over. I have an eternal cold now that I have a, another newborn. It just doesn't go away. I've heard that about, well, not so much newborns, but children. That's how you get sick, right? It's just have a kid and they touch every germ on the planet and then you inevitably literally, get it. Yeah. Literally. Um, so, yeah, you might hear me cough here and there. But, yeah, so I got this thing in the freaking mill, and the whole thing was just warped. and I, I was going to keep it in its box and finally nail a non-open toy to my wall, like put it up in the little shrine area. And it was just so warped the hell I had to open it. But it was kind of fun playing with a Knight of Ren. So. Oh, that's, I, I'm, I should be getting one tomorrow, and I can't wait um, to see mine. To see the, the terrible condition that it comes in. That's what I'm more than anything excited for. Is that 
condition that you know it's not gonna happen. Uh, but I did uh I did get like a couple other things from the new waves that uh came came in a nice pristine form. A nice Kylo Ren. Ooh, uh black series or vintage? Black series. Nice. Nice white box. I couldn't I, honestly like I'm surprised anybody got a white box unless they went to the convention. Uh, I guess some people found them somehow in stores or whatever. If you want one, let I me know. <laughs> really? Uh, Kylo Ren white box. Kylo Ren Ray. Uh, I got second sister white box. They have. Um, I would 130 percent want to get that Kylo Ren white box. A Walmart near me sold out of the Ray white box, but they still have a Kylo Ren left as of. My lunch today, they still had it, which was kind of crazy. I'm with you, though. I thought I, – <clears throat> I was like, these aren't going to be anywhere. Now, I have seen them everywhere, so we'll talk after you, for sure. That's so wild. That's cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, you can salesman me whenever you want yeah. for Kylo Ren <laughs> White Box. Everyone Already. Wants a, everyone wants a Kylo Ren. All right, the chat is up. I can't see anything, so let me, let me go to my phone. Oh, wait. I think we almost just like hit live. Oh, there we go. Now we're back to Stroby. Oh, nope. Real time. Oh, real time? Nice. All right. Yeah, Yay! It's kind of happening. Uh, everyone's here. Hey, all. You know, you know what's probably going on. Like, I have a lot of chest hair exposed, so yeah. YouTube might just be slowing us down and trying to demonetize us because I have an illegal amount of chest showing. So. <laughs> and it's your face, also. <laughs> everyone's yeah, like, what? I, I haven't shaved. So <laughs> I was really excited to see that clone trooper mask on. Uh, well, I also have like nunchucks ready if we need to have that happen. I have two Ninja Turtles that are like 19 inches long next to me. You know, we're good to go. We have everything ready. Awesome. Can't wait. Um, girls with Sabres, send a <laughs> super chat. Smash the like button. Hey, Girls Aye. with Sabres. Thank you very much for that. Everyone should smash the like button. We need it so Utini. I can pay for the internet. Utini. Utini. I said that so wrong for so long. I still say Tini. I thought it was Houdini. So that, that evens us out, I think. I like Houdini. Yeah, who doesn't? All right, let's talk about the Mandalorian before we get into this Ray Dagger thing. I don't know everyone's going to complain now, but there's more people watching right now than I thought would off the top. So let's just talk about Ray's Dagger. All right, nice. Let's do it. All, All right. right. Well, wait. So we're Ray's Dagger now? I don't know what you want to talk. Well, you just watched the Mandalorian trailer. Um, I, I threw you on the spot, and you're like, "Oh, let me check it out." Well, I did. I did just watch it. I do. I do just want to say something about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, Nick Nolte. <laughs> I yeah. He's going to be in it. And I just heard him talk for the first time as uh, the Ugnaught that he's going to play yeah. in that trailer. He sounded great. And he sounds pretty cool. He has a weird tone to it. And it, and it reminds me, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, the movie from Darren Aronofsky, Noah. Yeah, when I've seen Noah. Nick Nolte played like weird, he played yes, like that he weird did. angel rock thing. I love yes. his voice acting. So I, after seeing that, I was like, I can't wait to see him doing his stuff. Like in this, And the fact that he's in Star Wars is absurd. So that, that, that was what I took away from it. I was like, this is going to be awesome. Everything else was pretty much the same, but I like it. Yeah, I can't I think, wait. Uh, I was going to say, I, I think um, the fact that, like, the motion control stuff is coming back, like, we're getting some really weird, campy, authentic, like, Star Wars going on. Or at least I hope. It I looks think, like it. I think we are. I think this is this is coming back to, to what – was star wars in the past which i mean to, to a degree the force awakens kind of brought us back there in, in a lot of ways too oh 100 but i think this is yeah. like i mean i put out a tweet earlier today like are they just gonna give us a live action 
version of the animation from the holiday special with Boba Fett because that's what I'm getting right now with all this imagery that I'm seeing and I'm super excited and okay with that to be honest because it's pretty dope it, it is funny so like I know not like besides the films and some other things I know like not much about Boba Fett I know more about just Mandalorians in general because of Rebels yeah. and like the Clone Wars uh-huh. and what, what's funny is like I was, I was watching a lot of videos where people are like oh it's like they're, they're calling it the Boba Fett show or whatever. It might've yeah. even been Hello Greedo saying something about this, how like it's confusing when you're so entrenched in star Wars, you know, the details like we do, we're like, of course it's not Boba Fett, but everybody else is like, what is this? It's just Boba Fett. But like the fact that we're gonna be getting like a actual Mandalorian Dave Filoni esque show, like diving into that with live action. I don't think people are prepared for what they're about to see. It look, it just looks violent and nuts absolutely i i think i think they're gonna they're gonna address boba fett very early on in this show i hope i hope the uh the main guy the mandalorian literally only says yeah good the entire eight <laughs> episodes or ten episodes like that's it that would be amazing he's like you want this water yeah good good <laughs> <laughs> do you have any speculation as who you think the mandalorian actually is only based on the trailer. No, I I don't think he's anything specific in terms of like, uh, uh, oh, it was him this whole time. I think it's just a kid that was saved during the prequel era, uh, and I think that's what we saw in the trailer. Yeah, it looks like some kids getting saved, and my nerdy brain went, all right, I got to go online and look at Mandalorian casual wear, <laughs> so I did. <laughs> And then it looks just like what they're wearing, except for I, I, I've never seen the emblem that he had on his chest before. So I'm pretty positive that uh, this is just about a a lost Mandalorian child become bounty hunter, and like that's kind of what I'm looking at it as. But yeah, uh, I can see that. Yeah, I kind of I'm kind of on the same page as you. The I don't want it to be somebody though that we know. It's not. It's not in it. I, I don't think that's interesting. No, they said it was going to be shocking, and I'm hoping it's shocking more in terms of the overall story and star wars than just necessarily like oh he's actually Watto, you know like i hope it's more <laughs> you know i, I hope it's so i would be i mean if he took it off and he was a toydarian under there then it's a toydarian could you imagine <laughs> right now if everybody that bought his black series you could take off that mask and his face is revealed and he is that toydarian now is there a black series toydarian because now I have to make that toy. Not that I know of. I have the Funko Pop of Watto, and that made me well incredibly. If happy. they ever do, if they ever do a Watto, uh, a Watto Black series, I'm just gonna take the head off and put it on the Vando now. <laughs> I'll make my own, uh, yeah. my own, my own, uh, tr- uh, yeah, whatever. What is it again? Troydarian. 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 Uh, Troydarian Mandalorian. I have a lot of. I just love them. Whatever. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. What, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I'm excited for this. I don't. I live in Canada where we we get it November 12th, but we can't pre-order it yet. Um, I had no idea you were in Canada. Amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I should tell you I'm in Canada. <clears throat> and oh, you just hang up the phone and that's it. We're done. Uh, I am in Canada. That's why my internet's so amazing. And um, we can't pre-order Disney Plus yet, even though the trailer ends with pre-order now. It's like, well, are you teasing me on purpose? What's going on here? So. Uh, well, that's funny. Uh, I, I I used to frequent uh, Canada a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, so when I was in a band, we would go up every to Montreal uh, every summer for like a week because we were playing this thing called Pooza Festival, 
when I would be, before I was a dad, I was in a punk band that was touring all the time and it was like fun. And then I was like, nope, can't do that anymore. Let's talk Star Wars online. So yeah, I, I <laughs> there's love, a bit I of a difference to, there. Yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge 180, but, uh, I love Canada, man. So well, you're some not... of my favorite other YouTubers are from Canada at Cart's Ladder. So right, there you go. There's a lot. Of, we, we have nothing better to do here. It gets cold fast. It gets cold yep, so that's... fast. Start flurrying already. And I'm like, I'm out. Let's go do some videos. Oh boy. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Let's talk Ray's dagger. That's what we got to do. I'm, so I'm trying to fix this. So I might let you go on a tangent while I try to figure out what's going on. I've plugged it into my phone now, which should be super fast, but it's still, well, not... the good news is it seems like the audio is still going well. Um, by the way, everybody who see, sees me drinking this cup, <laughs> it's champagne. Yes. I'm celebrating the fact that I'm on the rebel podcast. It's champagne. Just you know. Something to so. celebrate. Uh, so, Sorry about that, everyone. Technical difficulties. This is the Flying Casual Rebel Scum Podcast Show. I'm James Azile, and joining me, of course, is uh, what should I call is you? Is Nick? Now? I'm gonna say Nick. I'm gonna call you Nick, just in case. I don't uh, know, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nick is cool because every, everybody should know my name is Nick because I've been telling you more often that that is my name, and uh, people either call me that or at, at chat or at at chat. At at chat is. A- like a mouthful i can't i can't do it um but yeah <laughs> we're back we're back after technical difficulties we are i'm sure the difficulties will be back a of, it's a rite of passage anybody that streams online just goes through this um but yeah the dagger we yes. have no context for this dagger at least in my opinion i don't care what the leaks have said or don't say or do say or what people think I'm choosing to believe we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. My my firm belief is any leak that came out that people have read or haven't read is based off of a young gun kid that released trailer information mm-hmm. because it's so specific to only trailer scenes that have come out. Um, so with that said, I, I, I speculate, and this would be such a deep cut, that that very well could be the, the, uh, the dagger of like Mortis. Yes. But, I don't think it would be called that in the Rise of Skywalker, but no. I think it could serve the same purpose because Ray's going to be theoretically up against the ultimate evil in the dark side. Then the only thing that can kill force gods, if you will, is that dagger. Right? So yes. that's that's why I think it could be involved. But then again, it is a bit of a deep cut and a reach to hope the casual audience will follow that maybe no i want to i gotta interject here because i know you're i know what you're saying makes complete sense and i completely agree with that statement however when you when you said so you just you just uh fixed that problem when you first started this by saying it won't be called that in this movie the minute you don't call it in the movie it becomes a prop of the MacGuffin of the movie and so to me and you, we're like, oh, we can associate that back with the Clone Wars. But to the people next to me who have never seen Clone Wars, they'll be like, they, they'll think nothing of it, right? They'll have no idea. They're like, oh, that's the god killer knife, sword, whatever, right? Like dagger. <laughs> it's a little Peter Pan knife. You know, like th- that's how they all associate it. So it doesn't really matter. Um, and that's, I'm glad you said that because I think when people want to, people love the animated series, right? The Clone Wars, Rebels, all that droids ewoks most of all but people love the animated series and, <laughs> and but everyone has a problem uh and i think this would be true of disney lucasfilm bringing aspects of that into into live action and into like the mainstream motion pictures the big budget 
blockbuster films that we're getting because they want everybody to feel like they are in on what's going on. They don't want anyone to feel excluded by it, right? You don't, you know, you don't make a movie hoping to earn a billion dollars, two billion dollars, and exclude half your audience by being like, oh, well. But if you take an aspect of that that has been established and you reestablish it in the film, then, like I just said, like we're all like giddy, like yay! Oh my god, I gotta go do more videos on this. And everybody else is like, that was cool. That was cool. Nope. Hold on. I lost your audio for a second. Let, let me catch up with this. Your audio comes through so great on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So let me just take this all in for a second. I, I lost you for two seconds. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you make a good point because they wouldn't be so uh naive to make it such a deep cut item like mm-hmm. that so you're right they, they would make it something accessible to the casual audience w- what i do hope though <clears throat> since there's only what two hours and 35 minutes of film which yeah. is a significant amount of time i mean the last jedi felt like forever so an extra two or, or no an extra three minutes i can't remember how long the last jedi was was it 231 i feel like um with this film as long as that item, whatever it has to be, I think really is in the first act and is explored in a way that allows us to like sink our teeth into it without, um, I guess, being too confused yet. Like, I, like, like somehow something that hasn't been introduced in, in these films in a, in a way we've we've never seen like Horcrux sort of things like this that could kill a big force user or something, right? But I think as long as it's introduced in a way that we get it right away of what this thing could be or, or what its potential is, then I think we'll be on board. It doesn't have to be called the Sith Dagger. It doesn't have to be called the Knife of Mortis or Dagger of Mortis. But I, I just worry about it. <clears throat> like, what if they do go such a deep cut route to please hardcore fans sometimes? And, and I don't think, um, and this isn't to say I think T, uh, TLJ is being retconned by Tross at all. I think no matter what, people are going to say that. Uh, it's just like the way of the internet. Um, but but I do hope that this isn't like just something that's going to fly over people's heads. If it is going to be like the god killer weapon, because to me that's badass. I think if that's what it really is, and that's what I hope it is, that's awesome. And like I don't need any context for it, but I but I hope whatever context they give for it in the film really works. I guess that's what I all I can really hope for. The thing that, that, that really brings this for me is you have to kill Shivy Palps, right? You got to kill Palpatine. How do you do that? We like He might be invincible for all we know, uh, but they're going to have to put an end to him. Otherwise, what is the point? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's so- literally the devil of the Star Wars galaxy. I mean, he's beyond the force now, right? He's perverted it so much. He's the force can't even kill him essentially you know exactly but you bring up this this dagger that we have uh blanca here just says she's never seen it if it can do what it's meant to be done then you could kill shivi on in the galaxy the star wars galaxy however i got i just want to bring this up briefly we've never seen a sith force ghost could we potentially see a scenario because I was talking to uh, my friend Din F105 who does the, the music at the beginning and the end of these live streams 
And he always talks about how George Lucas always had this plan of a force. We've talked about this on another flying casual force ghost war kind of thing where we enter like some other like realm and the force ghosts go to war. Now that might be a little bit much, especially for the very, very end of this Skywalker saga, the third one of, of this trilogy. However, if they are able to kill him, his physical form, is there a chance? I got to ask you, is there a chance that we will see him in the force ghost realm? And that maybe is how we get ourselves Anakin and Luke Skywalker to come in. And then the ultimate showdown at the end of this thing is between those three. I would love for what you just said to occur. Um, and I think most people would actually love it too. Like uh, going into the netherworld of the force. Cause if I'm not mistaken, I think even in the last Jedi art book or the force awakens, they always talked about <clears throat> the final battle and George Lucas has talked about this being in the netherworld of the force the ultimate final battle. So I think knowing that JJ drew inspiration from that sentiment and he actually drew force or dark side force ghosts haunting Luke and the fact that JJ Abrams is kind of mining his own original creative for the force awakens. And a lot of that has now been in dross. Like we see the death star or, or well, we don't see the We see super death star destroyers rising out of the ground in the art book. We see the death star rising out of the ground. We see Ray and the Death Star in the throne room swimming. Now we see throne throne room scene with Kylo and Ray. So he's like mining his own self and story to try to tell this final battle thing, right? So I think the fact that he did show a Sith ghost haunting Luke, I think that gives credence to what you just said. That I do think we will see a bit of a of of some sort of netherworldness going on, way more than Force ghosts. Um, and one of my original dumb, dumb theories in my head was that perhaps there was a part of this movie that is traveling from being first dying from the netherworld of the force back to life. And like, it's just dumb speculation on my behalf based on some things that George Lucas said way back in the day about return of the Jedi about the final netherworld battle. But <clears throat> I have to assume that they're going to go there a little bit, especially if they're bringing back Palpatine. And I can't imagine if this is going to tie in with the prequels that they won't be showing a lot of Force ghosts in general. So I feel like I feel like it's almost a necessity, but I just I have no idea how they're going to go into that Netherworld stuff, that Sith Force ghost thing. Like I, I feel like it'd be really brief if they do it. Yeah, that, I have the same feeling. If it did, if there was a way to do it, it would have to be brief. And then I almost feel like if it is brief, is it going to feel? Are we going to feel like it was worthwhile? Is it just like a tack on at the end, like oh? And then it's like the horror movie at the end where the the bad guy comes up for the last scare and then they knock him out. You're like, is that yeah, really she, what? Yeah, like I don't want. They're, they're that. like walking away, like like maybe Kylo and Ray are just like we did it. It would. They're walking away, and then like she just like a force ghost comes up and she stabs him with the dagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like that's the end of the movie and it's a freeze frame yeah. and like that's it and then it turns out that kylo ren was a virgin and that's how he stayed alive the whole time just like in scream yeah it turns into yeah. like it into palpatine actually survived and he went on to actually become a benign citizen of Black <laughs> you know what i mean yes, yes. <laughs> there's I, I i do question like we haven't seen Luke. We know that Mark Hamill's in it. They put his name in the cast list right away. It was like, they're like, no questions. Uh, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, they're in the cast. 
Uh, but we don't know what capacity he's in it at all, and they haven't shown it. We've heard his voiceover, but we've heard his voiceover in trailers before in this saga, and they haven't necessarily been from the movie that we're watching. So who knows if it's a red herring or if it's fact. I'm going to take the Rise of Skywalker voiceovers, tra- the trailer voiceovers by by Luke Skywalker at face value. And I'm going to say those are words he speaks in this movie. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know. 10%, I believe you. Do you think he's talking to Ray or Kylo? I think he's talking to Kylo Ren. And the reason I think that is because I I don't know how to articulate this in a way that doesn't because I don't want to diminish Ray. I think I think JJ did something very interesting with with the way he set up in his closing this trilogy and um in the way Jade in the way Ryan Johnson even explored their dynamic. Um JG presented us with another figure like Luke to gravitate towards in another sort of surrogate Darth Vader. Um, and I think we were supposed to say, oh, we're going to follow the Ray story. And that's definitely part of it, 110%. But I think the bait and switch is that we're going to come to realize that we were watching Ben Solo's story and that the whole trick with JJ is is us thinking it was only really specifically about Ray and the light and all that stuff. I, I'm starting to think, based on the Kylo Ren comic, how much effort they're putting into Kylo Ren's story, that the intent of all of this was to sort of focus on him primarily. And that's why I think um and that's why I think that he's gonna be speaking to Ben in a moment, perhaps, where he finally decides internally, which is what redemption is in my head internally to do the right thing regardless of where that happens in the film i think then we we hear confronting fear is the destiny of a jedi and like ben solo has done that and unfortunately um part of that was the result of his old jedi master luke and and i think because luke is now going to be a force ghost those force ghosts have sort of omnipotent knowledge or omniscience um i'm not sure if you read from a certain point of view um those that that anthology they talk about how obi-wan kind of just knows everything the, the the future the past the now everything he can see it all at the same time so i have to imagine that sort of thinking is happening with luke so he can see the big picture finally and realize that perhaps um this is what he needs to say right now to a slowly re-emerging ben solo to get him back on the path. And, and that's just my instinct. And then the other side instinct is he's talking to the two of them at once at the mm. end of the film. And that's about it. Like, I mean, but that's at the cool. end of the film. I'm sorry. Say that again. At the end of the film. Yeah. That, that, that was the other thought I had. Like after everything, yeah, yeah. everything's everything, after everything's all said and done, he sort of consummates the, maybe the, not the, I don't want to say marriage or anything like that. Like he like sees the two of them and he just appears and, Maybe it's a little bit after saying like, "What you did was the destiny of the Jedi. You were you were both afraid. You both conquered it. Kylo Ren was in deeper than Rey was, but Rey still even she she tangles with the dark side. She she definitely does. Um, and even Luke himself is so afraid of his own fear that he avoids being connected to the Force in the Last Jedi. So I think the fact that he's going to be dispelling that will be it has to be to somebody more than just Rey. I think." Um, 
and, and like I said, the fact of doubling down on Kylo Ren's story and his backstory, I, I can only imagine that they really want us to start sympathizing with them so we can accept his turn at the end. I like what you said about Rey. Because in The Last Jedi, Kylo tells her that she has no place in this story. And it, it would hurt almost if she didn't. But it would also be kind of like, oh, all right. So she doesn't have a place in this. And she is our guide to Kylo and to Ben. She's our guide well, there. Well, she does have a place, though, Like I guess. Because it, like she, she really does. Because... If Kylo is so lonely and, and his loneliness is the thing that perpetuates his state of wanting to destroy everything, Kylo's the first, or, or Ray's the first person that sat down and wanted to listen to him. Yes. And that's not nothing. That's so big. And, the, and then he reached out to her through space and time. Like, that's so big, it's unbelievable. And only Ray could do that for Kylo Ren. Parents couldn't do it. Han couldn't do it. Luke couldn't do it. Somehow, this random person, just as lonely as he is, could do it like i i and, and i think that's that's her her i i i don't want to say like she's just there for the guy but she allowed this dude to realize he's he can be more than this thing she's there that for he's the skywalker into. i'm sorry say that again she's there for the skywalker yeah not the guy the skywalker like that's what this saga is about and that's what her purpose is yeah she you know in, in a way she's almost like galvanizing them all to atone if you think about it except yeah. for Leia Leia doesn't really need to atone for shit but uh, Han Solo sort of had to atone for his fatherhood Luke had to atone for his mentorship um, Ben didn't have to atone for all his sins and mm-hmm. Ray might be the person kind of pushing everybody to do this thing she's like I don't know I, what do you call that person the motivator the... yeah I guess just I have to say, I hope when this movie ends, Ray is uh, way up. Th- I mean, she's she's up there, but I hope she's way up there on my favorite Star Wars characters on my list of favorite Star Wars characters. Like, I hope when I come out of this, oh yeah, I have like this greater understanding of who she is. Because right now, I like Ray, but I'm like, is it? Do I mostly like the charisma of Daisy Ridley? Do you know? Like, there's a piece of Ray that I'm still waiting to drop, and I think they're waiting to drop it on us. Oh, big that, time! Yeah, and that's when I'm like, I can't, like, yeah, I can't, I can't put Ray anywhere yet because, well, her story's not done, like, it's not over, and she, Isn't like, it I, nuts that people want it. They're, they're like, what else is there to tell? The yeah. Last Jedi came out, like, you don't know anything. And I'm like, dude, there's no other move. There's one more movie coming. I out. know. Relax. It's like we're gonna get. I think like we're gonna get a, some kind of something is gonna hit us. I don't know if it's gonna be a bomb or so, what, but something's gonna. Well, hit what us. did you think when you saw Ray? facing off um against big ben on uh on the death star ruins like part of me is like she's looking angry and part of me is like she looks scared to death so i'm like it's like i, I posted a video recently i'm like is something going on with her like is something wrong and no. I, and i do think i i wonder and this is what i speculated in my video i wonder if we're going to be introduced in this film to a immensely doubtful pessimistic ray well you know in, in the force awakens when she's a mary sue that everybody likes to claim she has no fear really she has nothing to lose she's like she, you know she can kick ass with her uh staff like so she, oh, yeah. she kicks ass but she has no real fear and kylo kind of starts besting her and then she's kind of you know she's kind of losing it and then she she figures out the force and, and all that 
Uh, Last Jedi, again, doesn't really have fear, but she's had some teaching now. Uh, but she's kicking ass because she's awesome. And this movie, now, what from what we're seeing in the trailer, she's getting training. And the thing is, training will make you better, but it also instill more fear in you because you're going to learn of the dangers around you, right? She's going right. to know more about the dark side, more about what Kylo Ren is all about, more about what, what all that dark energy can do to her. She's already experienced a little bit in the last year. So I think as much as she's going to be a lot stronger, she is going to have a lot more of that fear because of the more knowledge you have, the more, I'm look, the older I get, the more terrified I can't climb. A, a, <laughs> I do like the indoor rock yep. climbing. I get up four feet. I'm like, I'm out. And they're like, why am I? Like, Cause you don't have stairs coming down. I'm out. <laughs> I don't care. I'm totally so, with you. That's so funny. Yeah, like the older you get, the more scared you are. And I think so. I think you're right. I think there is a little bit of fear, but I think it's fear based on knowledge. Um, and part of it is she's gonna have to yeah. overcome that fear. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, because well, well, the other thing too is if you think about it, like the Force Awakens in the Last Jedi takes over what four days, five days maybe. Yeah. At at best, two weeks. Maybe. <laughs> to at max, yes. Yeah, at max. So. In in a span of a of very tiny amount of time, although Ray is a badass, she's been put into a position of power that she's not even ready for. Yeah. Like Leia's like, You're the Luke, dude. And the whole resistance, like, you float of rocks. You're the you're so cool. You're gonna be the best. And now they're just like, Yeah, she's gonna save us. She's gonna get the Mon Calamari people to wanna join us and all this shit. And it doesn't happen. And she keeps getting um I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the Allegiance comics. But she is frustrated in those because she's like, everybody thought I was going to be this amazing Jedi and I'm just failing and just doing nothing and I'm not participating and she just feels like stagnant. And I'm like, this is leading us into some weird territory with her because we're, we're finally going to see her. It, it's not that she can't do badass things and like to be def- and like she she defends herself and, um, you know, kicks ass in the comics, but it's only at a moment where she has no longer any more time to have any self-doubt it's just like do or die the force kicks in she's ready to to kick ass but any other time if she's in self-doubt mode it's like nothing works it's unbelievable so interesting yeah it's so weird so i can't so, find a comic shop where i live anymore so i can't grab anything uh, it's the dude, worst. that's a bummer I, i'll just yeah. like take pictures and send them to yes. you. i'm not even kidding yeah, do yeah, please, because I honestly I, I've been trying to find a comic shop and I can't right now. That's so. I I, just, I lucked out this one up the street from me where I oh, moved nice. to. Um, but yeah, so I I I feel like the we never saw what, what you just mentioned, which is like she kicked ass for two f- full movies, and but she still kind of like never exactly got the experience she was looking for. The guy she hates wanted to be her teacher at first. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that tried to kill her on Starkiller base or whatever, or to her mind, that the guy that tried to kill her, that killed this mentor figure, he wants to teach her. And then she goes to the legend, and he's just a curmudgeon that drinks, like, thalassire milk, you know? And then finally he teaches her something, but then he ends up still letting her down. Um, so, like, on that tiny span of time, so many crazy experiences happen where she's trying to just be taught the right thing to do. And now she sort of is like left to her own devices, and it's it, it just seems like it's getting to her, um, especially as like somebody propelled into that status. So she she's like the she's the accidental legend almost. Yeah, she is the accidental legend. I did you think like what were you? I got I just want to rewind it a bit after in four years ago when you first saw the Force Awakens. What were your overall thoughts of if you can remember of the the new characters and then where, where I want to know where you thought 
where you thought Last Jedi was going to go before you saw Last Jedi. I just want to know that. Wait, wait. So, so, so a, a part of you cut out a little bit. So, of course it did. The woods and the, the love, blizzard outside. So here's so hold on. I'm going to read this. If you can remember of the new characters when I want to know what you thought. So, so you want to know what I thought of the new characters, like right before I was going into the Last Jedi. When you came out of it, and also where you thought the story was going. After that, that's so hard. Oh yeah. man. Do you well, remember it all? Yeah. Um, a, I was confused. Um, yeah. it, uh, like initially, I was like, "What? This feels like the end of the trilogy." Um, that's what it kind of felt like, and, but, what it left me with is feeling like, Kylo Ren and Rey are like the ultimate like feuding couple in space but like not in a cheesy way like they they are like it left me realizing that like kylo ren is so much more than this badass in a mask with a distorted voice which i loved in the force awakens i loved that version of kylo ren that menacing weird jerk that like just destroys things because he's pissed off but when you see him vulnerable um, and you see him and Frey and like the, the whole way that that thing ended, it was almost just like I it feels more like an like a dream of a movie the way it ends. Like it's like here's I don't even know how to articulate this. Uh, it felt like it felt like the story of the battle kind of ended the way it wrapped up just because the natural nature of the happy ending in the Falcon um, like we have all we need, hot da 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 da, like that kind of thing. But before that, it just like if it ended with with um, her closing the door on like Kylo Ren and like maybe just the Falcon taking off and something a little less positive, I feel like that would have felt a little more like hanging fruit for us to pick up on, I guess, for the next film. But um, yeah, overall, my my feelings when I left was that I literally had no idea what the heck could happen after that? Cause it left nothing besides her closing the door on them. And like, you, it just leaves you to wonder, are they going to have forced bond connections in the next movie? Which now maybe seems like it seems like they said they're doubling down on it, but I, I can't really say if there was a sense of feeling like I knew where it was going after. Yeah, that's what I find so intriguing about this movie is I have no idea where they're going with it. And now I watch these trailers. I'm like, I still don't know where you're going with it. And I'm super excited. Yeah. And then you see something like this, which, which you know, I know, you know, hopefully optimistic. I'll say that it's the Mortis Dagger. Hopefully optimistic. Uh, not probably. It probably isn't. I think we're both in agreement there that, you know, yeah. we, we hope more than we think. It, it, it does look a little bit different. But yes. But, you know, I think we can all agree that there was this that the weird thing with the fandom is that people uh, love The Last Jedi and people didn't love The Last Jedi. That's what happened. And it seems like notes have been taken behind the scenes on some of that because there's looking like like, you know, you go to JJ who brought the fandom back after the prequels, which whether or not it was gone was another argument. But, you know, what I mean? like that was the intent, obviously, with what he was making with that film. Was so let's let's let's. Uh, bring Star Wars back 
into popularity. Let's make people love it once again and remind you why you loved it when you were a kid or whatnot. Now he's brought in again to basically do the same thing to remind you that, hey, 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 if you didn't like that Jedi, that's fine. We're going back to the Star Wars that you know. But he also didn't bring back aliens that we knew so much. Uh, the pod racing flags were deleted. Do you think he's the kind of guy that would put in a dagger from Mortis? Hmm. Well, the reason I think the potential is yes is because of how obsessive Ryan Johnson was about specifically just watching those three episodes and letting that influence him so dramatically for The Last Jedi. I don't know if, like, you know that or, or if that's, like, general, like, news out there that everybody knows. I know Girls with Sabres and uh, Boop Anthem Milko and all us, like, we've talked about stuff like this before. And I think he asked essentially to the story group or even potentially even Dave Filoni. I'm not sure who he asked, but he was like, how far can I go with the force? And they were like, watch these three episodes. Mm-hmm. And they made him watch the Mortis episodes. Yep. Of, uh, the Clone Wars. And knowing that JJ originally didn't play a nice with story group, but that now they're trying to make a final cohesive whole. I think he kind of has to, no matter what. Um, and this is just my assumption. So I would assume that JJ would be inclined to follow suit if it made uh, creating the whole stew a lot easier with like, you know, Ryan Johnson had a really easy time making his film apparently. So I think uh, hitting up the story group, getting some like story beats off of what could happen and what he could use and what could kind of tie these two films together. I wouldn't put it past him, especially trying to make sure these three films feel cohesive. Um, But like I said, I don't think he's going to call it the Mortis thing. I think there could be something where like people like us know, like maybe we see the shrine of Mortis, like the, the art somewhere or like something similar or like the three triangles in a circle, like something that makes us think of the father, son and daughter in this film, which not only, you know, Kylo Ren, Luke and Ray kind of make me think of that already. Um, yeah. And then in a dark, a dark side version of that is Kylo Ren and Palpatine. Right. Um, so I, I just feel like there's so many parallels to the idea of Mortis that I, I feel like I wouldn't put it past JJ to throw that in there. I, I, I feel like it's possible. I just don't think it'll be called the Dagger of Mortis. So I absolutely agree. I don't think there's any chance that they would call it that. But I just I do... don't think, though, he'll go deep, though. I, 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 yeah. JJ's not a deep dude in regards to what, like, Ryan Johnson wants to, like, go into. Ryan Johnson wants to go into somebody's mind and figure out what, what's ticking, mm-hmm. where I think JJ knows how to riff off of people that set that thing up if that makes sense like somebody can like make a good beat and he's like "Ooh, sweet i know how to make that look wicked cool or like or like reformat that into a thing that people will be excited about again in a different way and honestly like if i had to make a wild guess when they talk about like these new battles that are going to be crazy and the force bonds are way intense now it's just jj and I don't, I don't say Michael Baying in like a negative term right here, but just I have not, no, nothing else to say. I think he's just gonna like Michael Bay, the Force Bonds, but make him sort of badass classic Star Wars kind of fight scene scenario kind of things. Like he's taking something that already exists that somebody already created, retrofitting it for something that he would think is cooler. Absolutely. And like that's that's how I think he works, kind of. I that is how he works. If you watch any of his movies, that's you know Super Eight. Yeah. Um... 
Is that the only, you know, the, the Star Treks are Star Treks, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, this is this. Yeah. Also, that actually true from There's Another. He does have the ghost ship front and center. So that that is true. He is poaching from a lot of things. Yeah, but Or it could just be the same model ship. For all exactly. It's probably the same model ship. It would be very awesome and cool if, if you know, you heard Hera or Jason yeah. Sindula in that ship. Or if oh, the ship was like, Captain Jason. See you, Blue Bantha. Those guys are heading out. See ya. Thanks for stopping by. I can't even read my screen. <laughs> I just had to take a sip of my champagne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what kind of champagne it is? Well, it's uh, from my sister-in-law's wedding from two years ago. Ooh, so it's aged. It's aged. And, uh, and it was in a tiny bottle. All right. Tiny bottle of champagne is always good champagne because it's tiny. So it's just one, one glass of champagne. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think though that if you want to bring those the Morris Dagger in, you have to. But we got to bring up really quickly. No, I lost you there. Um, we got to bring up the world between worlds quickly. Oh, there. Are we good? And we're good. We got to bring oh, up nice. the world between worlds very quickly. Okay, you want to start? Uh, well, I don't really have anything to say. But what do you think? <laughs> Is it possible that we will see the world between worlds in uh, Rise of Skywalker or some aspect of it in the Rise of Skywalker? I do think it's possible and only for one reason. Uh, to A, either explain part of how Palpatine could be back or to potentially... Um, there's in, in the Jedi... What is it called? the Jedi path book that I have, there's like this dark nebula force power thing where like you can do like an instant hyperspace travel through like, uh, through this blue smoke thing that looks exactly like the explosion on the death star. And what's weird is all those colors and the blue hue in that book and the things we're seeing in rebels, they all kind of look the same. And the poster kind of looks like the hue from like, what, what Palpatine was doing when Ezra was in the world between worlds with this like Sith alchemy, which is interesting that that's on the poster. It's like literally looks just like what he was doing when Ezra goes into the world mm -hmm. between worlds. So will we go into that? I don't think we would go into it, but I think at best it would be uh, like alluded to being like, if like Palpatine's back, he's like, I traveled between worlds you know like something weird <laughs> like that and you're like what and we're all just like ding 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 oh that's what he's talking about like something like that maybe for the deep fans but the casuals i think uh again potentially could see that and be like dude what is this like this is so crazy or they could love it i don't know i mean to me i think it'd be fine but it's hard to say like well my like if, if my sister went who do like star wars enough to know everything about the films at least Will she know what the heck's going on if, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, let's say uh, Han Solo falls down the pit and, like, somebody opens up a World Between Worlds part or, like, and it retcons him and he falls down, like, uh, Loki style in freaking Thor Ragnarok. And, like, you know, have you seen that movie when, like, Loki's oh, yeah. like, yeah, and he just, he's like, I've been falling for 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's just Han Solo. <laughs> And he finds like he, he never actually died. He just he just falls down on the ground with a third degree burn, and he's just like, ah, oh, I'm back. You know, like maybe. But I just feel like it would be. 
It's too much a work. Little, almost. A little insane. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rez says maybe the novelization. That's somewhere you could throw something like that in there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I, I think JJ, like you said, is going to go for a little bit simple in, in regards to how everything is sort of portrayed and done. But I think what I like about what he's doing, the length of the movie and knowing that JJ sort of set up what he has to finish at this point, mm-hmm. I like that he's sort of forced into this weird creative corner of having to please two factions of fans, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, because I, I think it's a good thing. Like people like me, I like most star Wars equally, uh, to, you know, varying degrees, obviously. Um, I don't hate any star Wars film at all. Um, I do think some are better, obviously. And what I like right now is like, there's so much conjecture over this movie being bad and that movie being this and that. And it's kind of like boring, but it, like at the end of the day, I think why not just like see if this film can actually merge these two very diverse but the story is a full ride and then TLJ is like a full stop. Like you just stop and you hang out with these people for three hours. I think he has to, I think he has to merge the two styles together kind of. And it kind of looks like that too. Um, his, his look for this movie is super dreamy, which mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think the force awakens look like that at all. The force awakens to me will always look like a TV movie. And I, it doesn't mean I don't like it. I, it looks like it's in my top five, but it looks like like a pilot uh-huh. to me, um, and I'm it not was, sure why. It was never my favorite looking either of, of the. I thought it, I agree with you. It has that look to it. I'm a big critic. Oh, buddy, we're uh, back. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna call this boys with struggles instead of girls with struggles because that's what we used to do in girls with sabers. Um, <laughs> this is oh man, it hasn't been this it, bad in a while. It happens. Well, dude, yeah. we're, we're probably like like. 5,000 miles, or yeah. not 5,000, like, like what, 1,200 miles between us right now? Yeah, seriously. Um, do you think JJ's de- desperate? Let's go, Blanca says this. JJ's desperate for the uh, Ray and uh, Ben, Ray and Kylo relationship? Oh, I totally think he's he's a Raylo guy. I, I mean, I personally believe he set up the whole thing. I don't know if he would have gone down the same avenues in the same way Ryan Johnson would have, but... I mean, when you listen to his commentary, the second Ray and Kylo meet in the forest, he's like, you know, he's like a prince and it's like Beauty and the Beast. And he's just talking about all these fairy tales and like princes and all this stuff. He knows what he's doing. He, I, I think, uh, like I said, I think the, the whole gimmick of the whole sequel trilogy is us thinking that Ray was supposed to be the next Luke. I think, I think we were supposed to pay attention to Kylo Ren mo- mostly and, and watch his story. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I agree with you, especially after this talk. I think so. I hope that we see this Mortis dagger in there. I think that'd be absolutely cool. Uh, I don't, you know, how, I don't know. I, there's just so many I don't knows when it comes to this. That's what I love about it. I know that international trailer is probably going to drop, that we'll get one extra little thing that'll make us go, <gasps> and then we'll be talking I hope about it. So. Yeah, you, I remember when the first Vegas came out, we got the last trailer. We're like, oh, that was good. Then, like, a few weeks later, the the international one came out and had Kylo Ren put his lightsaber up to Ray's neck. And it was like, what just happened? Game changer, game changer. So I think we're in... Yeah, we I don't know if we're getting anything that drastic, but we got Dark Ray on the on the, the mid the mid late summer middle trailer of this of this movie. So yeah, I, I I straight up like as much as I think I'm smart enough to know what's going on, and like 
there's you can go read the leaks or whatever but still those still kind of just don't make sense um like sure they match up with the imagery of the trailers but that's literally it um i have no idea what's going on i it's so but i like that i like people like make fun of jj in his trailers and they're like i have no idea what's going on what the hell is the point of that i'm like good you should just feel like you just watched something fun yeah. Uh, you shouldn't know what's going on. Whereas when I retroactively look at the last Jedi's trailers, it literally told us the whole movie. Yeah, it did. Which is really funny because you didn't you didn't really know it when you're watching it, but it like it was just so straight up with its marketing. It's time for the Jedi to end, and like that's it. With this stuff, I'm like, okay, Finn's talking about the Force. Poe's looking for a fleet to lead and people for to believe they will lead them, and. Uh, the only person that fully understands Ray is Kylo Ren. Exactly. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um, which is exactly sort of what I got from the end of La- or from Last Jedi, at the end, like the at the end of that. So, yeah, I guess that's the answer to your question from like forty minutes ago. That's <laughs> well, what I got from. That's what I got from the end of the Last I'm sure, Jedi. I'm sure my audio and video just caught caught up to that point in time. Anyway, the way this one's going. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. You get to wrap it up. Yeah, 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 totally. I've, I've had a really good time. I had a great time, thank you. But before I do, I gotta, I gotta open this. Nice. This? this is from uh, good friend Aaron. He sent it. It's from. This is from uh, your neck of woods, the United States of America. I don't know what's in it. It's a pretty There's nice a red box. This is a nice red box. There's, oh, look at that! The Book of the Sith. Did you see that? Did you see that? I'm gonna do my Ooh. next. My next show is just gonna be me reading this book. All of a sudden, like you get orange eyeballs, and like you're like, ah. <laughs> I turn into a sit. This is awesome. Figure it, and then, oh, oh, look at that! This is the Star Wars That's amazing. Black Series mystery box. This is a Target exclusive. I don't have Target, so I can't watch it. Aaron, thank you so much. I'm That's gonna rip so right. Up. Yeah, what's in here? A pin. An exclusive Ooh. Lucasfilm comic book, a mystery box series figure. You're going to like it. And a knit hat. How am I not going to like it? I got that one too. Did you? That's oh. pretty dope. All right. I can't wait. I, I'll, I'll just open the whole thing. I got a knife. I pre-cut the tape off the box before this, so I didn't have to be the guy that did this, and now I have to do it. Do it with the teeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it in Boston. Ta-da. Wait, so you like a Red Sox fan? Nah, dude, I, I'm so bad at sports. Like, I, 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 I'm really good at playing baseball and football. All right. But put me in front of a TV and I'll just fall asleep if, if baseball's on. Oh, I this can't is do it. Really? I can't do it. What is this? This is crazy. I know. So check it out. So this is Star Wars Allegiance. I got a comic book. I dropped it. I got a comic book. Oh, what is this? A Black Series Snowtrooper. Oh yeah! Freaking! I almost bought this one. Thank goodness I didn't. And oh, look at that! First order stormtrooper pin. This is amazing. It's such, it's such a good variant cover. And uh, oh, stormtrooper hat. It is. That's a nice cover. That is totally awesome. The first. Did you get? Was your snowtrooper as well, or was it different? Yeah, I think I think they were all the same this year. Oh, um, I got a yeah, the snowtrooper pin and the hat. I lost the hat. I don't really? know where it is. Oh, the hat is. I'm wearing this all winter long. This is a sick box, too. Uh, this is awesome. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And Nick, yeah, at thanks. ATAT.
whatever you want to be called. At at, I'll call you ats. Nick at chat. Thanks, Joe. We have to do this again when we have better internet. Yeah, I'll have you on my on my end. Uh, <laughs> maybe I can try to. I I don't know. But but then again, who knows? It's it's Canada and the USA. They don't they don't want us to be friends. And they so. clearly don't. Um, I blame the snow, which makes sense because I got a snow trooper, so now I can go outside and venture in that. Um, what I wanted to say though is yeah, so I'm yeah, we'll definitely do more. And we got yep. I want to do another video with you. You know what it is. We'll oh yes, about, that's right. Yeah, we'll talk about yes. that. That'll come up soon. Um, but I can't wait. Slow down, James. I'm excited. You know, I give it. Okay, so Stormtrooper Black Series, Book of Sith, Hat, and the pin is somewhere. I dropped the pin. The pin's the best part. I know it is. Oh, where did I put he... it? Oh, here it is. Oh. And look at this pin is rad, though. I love, uh, so, so I have the Book of the Sith, and I love just popping that open, being like, what am I going to learn today, folks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... Like, as I, I've never, like, read it front to back. I just kind of just go around in it. It's a pretty dope pen. This is, and there's a note from Aaron and, and Noah in here. Uh, thank you so much. This is awesome. Can't wait. I'm going to read this to Aaron and, and my rabbit, Carlos, to bed tonight. <laughs> they all want to hear that book. The bedtime story is the book of the Sith. Yeah, you read it to your kids? Yeah. And that's, that's when we killed people. <laughs> what? what, Daddy? Oh, it's the Book of the Sith. Hold on. Whoopsie. All right, I'm going to play this music here, and that's how everybody knows that the uh, the internet problems, you guys don't have to suffer through this anymore. Nick, thanks. So, man, this was awesome. We seriously yeah, got to do it again on your channel with internet, and we'll do it again here when we have internet here as well. I promise. Thanks so much for having me, man. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. And as always, may the force of others be with you. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.